Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Welcome to CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds, former two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council, is the CarPro. Kevin McCarthy, Hall of Fame broadcaster and two-term national freckle champion, is his sidekick. Here we go on CarPro USA. Thank you so much for joining us here at CarPro USA. It's the last weekend of the month of July, and there's some deals out there to be had. So let's talk about it at 800-926-7777, 800-926-7777. CarProUSA.com is the website. Check out the FAQ page, and under that, you'll find my true stories from a former car dealer. Some of which are very, very funny. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Things that really happened. Uh, just if you want to check out one really funny one, check out The Camper. Yes. Which I think was number two uh, on the list. I can't remember for sure. Two or three. Yeah. It was one of, the, one of the early ones. I wrote 40 of them. They're pretty lengthy, but they're interesting. And... Yeah, you won't fall asleep reading any of these. (laughs) No, and you'll get a real feel for what goes on inside car dealerships uh, and and some of the crazy stuff that happens. One of the stories called The Lottery Winner. This guy walks in the dealership at 7 o'clock in the morning, which was unusual. This was Anthony? No. No. Um, Walks in at 7 o'clock in the morning, stand on the showroom floor. I walk in with my briefcase, put it down, and say... Uh, sir, you been helped? And I knew he wasn't because there wasn't anybody there. And he said, I came here a couple of weeks ago and you guys couldn't get me financed. And so I'm thinking he's going to show me his new car that somebody else got financed for him. Cause that's happened before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says, I want to show you something. And he reaches in his pocket and he hands me a $1 million scratch off. That he has not cashed. I've forgotten that story. Yeah. And so I go, so you you want to buy something? And he says, yeah, you guys. I went to, I don't know, seven, eight dealerships. Y'all were the ones that treated me the best. You didn't, you didn't talk down to me even though I couldn't buy a car. And he says, I'm going to buy myself a couple of cars and I've got some other people's I want other people I want to buy cars for too. And 
I grabbed a pen and paper <laughs> and we went outside. And the more, longer he was out there, the more people he thought about needed a car. And at the end of the day, he bought 16 cars and paid cash and didn't ask for a discount. Didn't ask. No. Hey, buddy, I'm buying 16 cars here. How about, how about, <laughs> yeah. you know, how about a little cash break discount? Here. Yeah. We, t- we took the rebates off and that was it. That's all he asked for. I'd have done, <laughs> done anything. Sure. <laughs> you know, shined his shoes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so that's one of the stories. And that was a good one. That was a fun one. And uh, in fact, I've still got somewhere. I've got a, I said, do you mind if I take a copy Picture. of, this is before, oh, before this is back iPhones. when you, your cell phones were actually phones. So I, I made a copy of it and I've still got it somewhere. It's, it was fascinating. I mean, I'm, I'm holding that in my hand. A million dollar scratch a off. A million dollar scratch off. He went to Austin that day, got the money, came back. We helped him deliver the cars. And the next day or maybe the day after i don't remember an 18 wheeler pulls into the service drive that is a barbecuer an 18 wheeler and it is this was the biggest barbecue grill in the world and this guy bought lunch for everybody in the dealership same With guy 18 wheeler barbecue it was the doggone thing i've ever seen he was a happy man yeah you're going to have to read the rest of the story to find yeah. out how this ends. I will tell you, it didn't end well. But I got 16 cars out one morning. Let's talk to Diana in Lamita, California. Diana, welcome. Hey, um, first-time caller, long-time listener. Well, great to okay. have you. Oh, yeah, you too. Um, I'm just, I was, I've been retired for about a year. And I have a 2017 Kia Soul, which is paid off. Right. And I always wanted to have some sort of, now I traded in my VW and I got the Kia Soul because I wanted a four-door car. Right. But then I also had a 1991 Ford pickup truck that I gave to my nephew, my great nephew. And now I don't have a truck. But I was thinking I wanted to go with a truck that has four doors, easy access, and can pull a lightweight trailer, like a scamp or anything like that. I'm not a very big person. I'm only about 150 pounds, 5'5". Five, five, five. I'm uh, not looking for some huge SUV, but I do want a short, short bed on the truck so that if I want to get gardening equipment or anything that it, or I want to buy a plant or anything that it can be in that back area. Okay. I I don't drive a lot. I have just over 12,000 miles on my Kia and I don't want to keep the Kia. I want to just go strictly one car truck. Okay. I'm with you so far. Okay. So what do you think? I mean, I'm not stuck. Um, I don't really care the brand. Right. Like, I really like the Ford Ranger, I think, because I was so happy they came out with a new one. Yes. Just recently. Um, but I've seen the Nissan Frontier. I've seen the Chevy Colorado. I've seen that size. I don't, you know, I want to stay small. And then I'm not sure if, because the traveling that I'm going to do is going to be basically around town and then occasionally going on camping excursions or driving excursions without the camper. Okay. So what 
I, yeah. I, th- I think the Ranger's the way to go. It's the most, okay. I find it to be the most comfortable truck of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it being really comfortable when they were out before. And I had I was a passenger, and I was like, wow, this is like luxury. Yeah, but they're really nice now. I, I reviewed a 2019 Lariat uh, Ranger that was just a really enjoyable truck. In fact, I made the comment if I were as big as half ton trucks have gotten today, if I needed a pickup and, and I've got a GMC that I've had for, for years, but if I were going to get a new pickup, it probably would be a Ranger just because it's so much easier to park and ride and, and, you know, make U-turns and that sort of thing. Um, the one that I reviewed, I'll never forget it because it was a shocking number to me uh, that it would tow 7,500 pounds. And that is a lot of weight for a truck that size. So I think, you know, for what you want, comfort around town, ability to pull your trailer, I think the Ranger is the way to go. You could look at an XLT. It's about $4,000 less than the Lariat. But the Lariat has got such a nice interior. I've got good Ford dealers all over California, Diana. Use them, and they'll save you money. With straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, call CarPro USA now at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, and yes, we have a Facebook page. You can get there by clicking the Facebook logo at our website, carprousa.com. Do that right now, and you will see our classic car of the weekend, which really is an all-time classic, and the only muscle car that I can think of where you had to really be careful or else you'd burn the inside of your calf and ankle really badly <laughs> in this true. car. It's true. I put a post up on my page <laughs> this week. Everybody got such a kick out of and I don't even know why it came to me. I didn't copy it. I didn't steal it from somebody. But I said, just so you know, you have the right to remain silent, even if you're not being arrested. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. That's great. (laughs) I thought it was. Earl in Conroe. Earl, welcome. How can I help you? Uh, Jerry, I've I've had real good luck. We've got a 2008 Dodge Durango. Got uh, 215,000 miles on it. And I feel like it's got... I feel like I'm pushing my luck a little bit. I'm just starting to hear the least little bit of tapping in the engine. And I'm thinking we probably need to go ahead and trade up to something. Yeah. I don't want to buy something new. I, I want to skip that depreciation. So I'm looking at maybe from 2017 to possibly 2020. And uh, about the equivalent size, I know it's a, it's not nearly as wide as a Tahoe, for example, but I think it's a, kind of a different chassis or situation i think is what i've heard on that yeah so if we like that durango size what what's your recommendation for those model years and in terms of reliability and stuff because i'm thinking maybe i just got real lucky on this one you kind of did i mean 2008 was just before the bankruptcy the Chrysler bankruptcy and they were honestly focused more on cash than they were quality and so 2008 2009 part of 2010 tough years when they came out of bankruptcy 
and didn't have any debt to speak of, then they really started pouring money into them. And since that time, they're they're making some of the best vehicles on the road, no doubt. Is is a third row seat necessary? Yeah, it, it pretty much is. We don't use it often, but we carry other grandkids or other kids uh, often enough that we do pretty much need that third row. Okay. This this was a sh- this was a sheriff's department vehicle, and we had a broker that bought it on an auction. He put in a console and a third row seat. But the thing about it being a sheriff's vehicle is, I figured they they turn it in for maintenance on a regular schedule. So oh yeah, it's ended up being a good vehicle. Well, that's good. Sometimes, depending on which agency, if it's a highway patrol, they <laughs> they're wide open chasing people all the time. Uh, but no, well, this, I, was you, you, this was you. This was County Sheriff's Department, and I guess they uh, didn't have too hard a life out there. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I, I I do think it's you really need to to consider doing something, or this thing's gonna. While it's still running, it's got some value just because it's an SUV. Uh, if yep. if you have a catastrophic failure, then it's a boat anchor, and and that's kind of yep. the bottom line. So, I'd look at a Ford Explorer for sure. That's been a good truck all these years, and since the twenty twenty came out. It's an all-new vehicle. It reduced the prices on the used ones, which is common. So I would definitely look at it. Uh, I really like the Chevy Traverse. You could look at the GMC Acadia, which is the sister vehicle to that. But you know, I did. I did sit in a. I sat in a Traverse and an and an Explorer. There was something. I'm six foot three and about three hundred pounds. There was something about the Traverse, the way that driver's seat was set up, that just didn't seem as comfortable to me. Okay, and that could be. And that's exactly why you take good long test drives before you buy anything. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. a good vehicle, but the Explorer has been a great one for a lot of years. Um, You could look at a Toyota Highlander, which has been an exceptional SUV throughout the years. It's just going to cost you more money. Than the Explorer, but over time, if you're going to keep it ten years, you know what you pay extra, you might get back at the end because their resale value is really right. good. Uh, so I think if you home honed in on those two, uh, use my dealers. I've got some great ones there in Houston. It's been with me a long time. You'll be talking to Jorge Lopez at Tom Ball Ford, who's an exceptional guy, and Nate Murphy at Fred Has Toyota World, and they'll take care of you even on a used car. Uh, I, I would recommend certified. I, th- I think it's worth the money, if nothing else, for the long warranty that comes with it. Uh, you'll get warranty all the way to 100,000 miles on either one of those if they're certified. You pay a little more, but then you don't need to buy an extended warranty when you've got the certified warranty that comes with it. I appreciate the call, Earl. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Don't believe a deal that's too good to be true, because it probably is. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Chris in Lubbock, you're up next, and we thank you for listening to us there on KFYL. How can I help you? Yeah, Jerry, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Sure. Um, long story short, I have put a hundred dollar 
I guess, deposit on the new Ford Bronco. Yeah. A little bit nostalgic since I had one in 91. Oh, yeah. Um, can't, uh, according to the information I've received, a dealer will contact me in probably September, pick my choice, and I haven't have it delivered till next year. Right. My, my question is, I have a 2008 Saab 97X Aero Edition um, and has 178,000 miles, still runs like a champ, paid for a long time ago. Is this a vehicle to – I heard you mention earlier in the show that this was a good time to get rid of a used car. So – but I don't want to go a year without a car. But if I can no. get more for this vehicle now, or is it just something I'm just hang on to and have two vehicles? Yeah, I hate to tell you, but the, when a vehicle's not sold in, in the U.S. anymore, it's just not going to have a lot of value. Uh, I – Applaud you for getting 178,000 miles out of a Saab. That's probably well, it's really the GM rare. version. Yeah, I remember. It's, yeah, I yeah. remember. But it's not gonna, it's not gonna change the value one way or the other. If you wait, I'd just keep it and drive it and hope it hope it continues to do well. <laughs> okay. Now you should have when you put your hundred dollars up, you, it should have asked you to choose a dealer. Did it not? I did. It did. I did. Yes. Okay. It did. Did you choose Smith South Plains? Unfortunately, I did not. Okay. Um, nothing against them. I just, I'm two blocks away from another dealer here in the city. I totally get it. I totally get it. Just, they're just, I've known Annette Sakura for 25 years. She's just a great gal. Her and her husband own it. Her father owned a Ford store in, in uh, West Texas, uh, close to Waco. And just good people. I was just going to suggest that, you know, they're they're really good. But I'd keep the Saab, you know, when the Bronco comes in, if it's still running okay, use it as a trade-in because the dealer will he'll have a he'll have a vested interest in giving you what you need for it because he's selling a new vehicle. If you try to sell it outright, that probably isn't going to be the case. I do appreciate the phone call, buddy. Take care of yourself out there in Lubbock, Texas. Maybe it's time to get a truck. So definitely it's time to get advice from CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. They are your professional parts people. Go to O'ReillyAuto.com and buy Sherwin-Williams. Ask Sherwin-Williams to get your color your way. Shop in store or order online for curbside pickup and get everything you need without leaving your car. Sherwin-Williams.com So Jerry's been test driving a not super loaded Chevy pickup this week. I have. Sort of a mainstream vehicle. Instead of the some of the more exotic ones that you've been on a roll with lately. Jace. So what have you got next week? I've got the 2020 Cadillac CT5V. The oh, hot that's one. the monster? Yeah, that's the hot one. The really fast Cadillac? Yeah, but I don't think it's as fast as the old ones were. When it was this, Before it was the CT5, it was the CTS. Uh-huh. And the Vs at that time, I think, were running Corvette engines close to 500 horses. And and I think this one's closer to 400 for some reason. I haven't studied it yet because I don't have the car yet. But I'll get it Monday. Ask me next week, I'll tell you. Okay. 
Stay tuned. Let's talk to Larry in Novato, California. Larry, welcome. Hi, Jerry and Kevin. Love your show. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Okay. Uh, Fifteen months ago, we bought a used 2018 Lexus NX 300 with 8,600 miles on it. We bought it from a dealer uh, in Marin County and um, got buyer's remorse. Don't really like the car because we used to have a, a Lexus RX 350, yeah. which we sold to our daughter. Um, and uh, just recently, for the first time, um, I drove the car, the old car again, our old car again, and loved it and realized that I just do not like this NX. It's too small. The only thing I like about it is the turbo four-banger, yeah. great power and good gas mileage. Yeah, they are pretty um, small, though. Yeah, and just just don't – I'm a big guy. I'm 6'3", so I'm just – I fell in love with the, with that engine, but uh, it's got, it has a um, cruise control problem, which I've had back to the dealer three different times during service intervals at uh, 10,000, 15, and 20,000 miles. It's coming up on 25,000 now, and I'm I don't want to go back to this dealer. I want to go back to I want to go to one that's uh, another county away, but I just want to get this cruise control thing fixed and uh what I, i'm wondering about uh possibly uh getting back into another rx and the best way to do that is uh what i need some help on well uh, I, and i this time i would use one of your certified dealers 100 miles away in sacramento uh, i'm sorry i didn't do that the first time but i yeah, anyway, boy, that's a great dealership, Larry. The, the Christian Simon is hands-on guy. Uh, he's the general uh, manager, been there forever, and just a just a prince of a fella. Uh, I think that's great. a good idea. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I, it, you, it's going to cost some money, depending on how good a deal you got on the NX the first time. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. you know, if you if you traded it for a certified RX. It might not be as bad as you think. Did you finance or did you pay cash for the NX? I'm, I'm sorry, what was your question? Did you pay cash for the NX yeah, or yeah. did you finance it? Uh, well, not initially, but it is paid off. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. So he'll have some 2018 RXs that have come in off lease. Uh, mm -hmm. It's summertime, so these were leased three years ago. And they'll be okay. they'll be back on the lot. Usually, they're twenty to twenty five thousand miles. And then you get the Lexus L certified warranty because it's certified, and mm -hmm. you should be back in business. Uh, if you'll email Christian through my website and yep. look look at his inventory, you guys can do this whole deal by phone. And I know Christian. If you want him to, he'll meet you somewhere halfway with the papers and the car and trade cars with you. Well, that's that's uh, an interesting possibility. Yeah, okay. Uh -huh. Y'all figure out a uh, halfway point and meet at a restaurant, do the deal, have lunch, and go on. <laughs> okay. You know, we only put on 6,400 miles on this car in 15 months, and I, I was just 
figuring out the mileage today, and I'm surprised how little we actually put on it. So we may be a good candidate for uh, leasing. Yeah, you could be. And then, of course, you'd want to do a new one uh, if you do that. But while this used car market is good – because it, it's going to drop, and it's going to drop fast. I would I would make a move now, because the NX okay. is never going to be worth more than it is today. Okay, Jerry. Well, thanks. Very Larry, much thank you. I appreciate you so much. What a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Natalie in Austin, Texas. Natalie, welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. Sure. It's a pleasure. <laughs> I'm looking at buying a used um Actually, a 2011 GMC Acadia. Yeah. It has it has 73,000 miles on it, which is kind of a mile. But I was, since it's an older car, I was trying to look into see if maybe you thought it might still have enough life left to get to maybe 150,000 miles. Oh, heck yeah. If not more. Heck yeah? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. These have been good. These, okay. since I've, I've driven them all, watched them. Buick Enclave, GMC Acadia, Chevy Traverse, all of them have been Really solid vehicles. Drive good, ride good. Who's got this one that you found? Um, it's a covert Cadillac in North Boston. Yeah, I know. There, I've got yeah. several of the covert dealerships. Uh, look at a history report and just make sure that it wasn't in a wreck or something. I doubt if it was, or covert wouldn't sell it. But just, just they'll supply it for you. Just ask them for a history report. And they'll uh, they've right. got they'll have one on file. Drive it, make sure it's good. Seventy three thousand miles on a twenty eleven is nothing. You know that's that's way under average miles. So yeah, I think you'd be I think you'd be very pleased with it, and I think you could easily get one hundred and fifty, if not one hundred seventy five thousand, without any major problems. Just do your maintenance. That's all you got to do. Okay, that sounds really good. My next question is: I have been looking at the history of the vehicle and the car facts. And it shows that it's had um, the AC recharged three different times, and it currently doesn't work, but they said they'd fix it if we went ahead and bought it. But um, it was recharged last, less than a year ago, so I'm thinking maybe something might be wrong with it totally. Well, or what are your thoughts? It just typically, it's because it wasn't repaired properly. and Okay. You, you know, it, there's only a few things that it can be. It's going to be a it's going to be a compressor or Freon, one or the other. Uh, and I'd bet if Covert fixes it, that they'll get it right for you. Because it, it's a good dealership. They've been there a hundred and something years. That's awesome. Do you think it'd be a good idea to maybe see if they could give me a warranty on it once they fix it, or is I, that just something that they probably wouldn't do? Probably not. To be honest with you. But, you know, if you had a quick problem, you know, early in the ownership experience, I'm sure they'd stand behind what they did. That's just what good dealerships do. Natalie, we got to run. I appreciate the call, and I hope that works out really well for you. I think you're making a good decision there. There are lots of things to do before you buy your next vehicle. Let CarPro USA tell you what they are. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. We're here every weekend, same time, same station, and 
Kyle is in Akron, Ohio. What a nice place to be. Kyle, welcome. Yeah, good afternoon, Jerry. How you doing, buddy? Real good, real good. Say, um, I'm in the market for a little sports car. I'm looking at the uh, Mazda Miata. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on the new 2020 version of that car. And if you know anything about it as far as its uh, reliability and maintenance and all those good things. Well, it's going to be hard for me to tell you on a 2020 that's that's changed so drastically, you know, how it's going to do long term. I will tell you, years past, it's been an extremely reliable vehicle, fun to drive, low maintenance cost. Uh, and typically when they make a major change to a car, they get better. And so I think it's a safe bet. Everybody that I have ever helped get a Miata absolutely loves it. And they, they'll get the next car will be a Miata. A lot of people use them for weekend cars. You know, they don't drive them every day, but even those that do drive them every day love these cars. And, and I understand they are, they are fun. And now with a hard with a power hard top, now this car really would make a good daily driver. Do, do you think it'd be okay to drive it in the winter time? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And I understand from uh, one of the dealers that I checked, he said these cars are in pretty short supply right now. Do, do you know anything about that? Well, all cars are short in supply right now because the plants shut down. No matter where the plants are. The ones overseas, all of them here in the United States, they all shut down because of the COVID virus. And they're back up and running now. But Mazdas Mazdas are always going to be slow coming in because they've got to take them halfway around the world on a boat. So they're going to they're not going to be they're not going to be as short in supply later in the year. But I'd say for the next couple of months. Probably going to be hard to get your hands on one. I do have two really good Mazda dealers in the Cleveland area. You might check with them and see what they've got coming in. Put your name on one, and when it gets here, then then they can call you and have you come look at it first, give you the first right of refusal. Right, right. Okay. Well, listen, I appreciate your uh, advice, Jerry. Thanks very Thank much. Thank you, buddy. Just go to carprousa.com under certified dealers. You'll find Sarah Mazda and Eastside Mazda, uh, both real good dealerships. Sarah's been with me forever. Uh, Tom Flory's the GM there, and he's just a phenomenal guy. He takes such good care of our listeners there. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter yet, do so today. We'll get it to you today. And you, some of the stories that I will give you in this week's newsletter is a list of the best-selling pickups for the second quarter of this year, the best-selling large and large luxury SUVs in the last uh, quarter. We've got the story about Tesla building their new Cybertruck in Austin, the most searched-for used cars in 2020, and the states with the highest check engine light costs repairs we also have your video and my video yes they were both good videos yes they were yours got a lot more clicks than mine of course it did well you have to admit mine was pretty good oh it was good i i didn't 
I didn't use yours, which is of a the new Mustang Mach E all electric with with some like fourteen engines in it or something. I don't know, fourteen hundred horsepower. Or yeah, something. yeah, fourteen against five four other Mustangs really fast, like a NASCAR Mustang. Yeah, yeah. and I didn't use it because I thought it had been around the the you know on YouTube and things a lot because I I kept running across it on Facebook. Really? Yeah. So I didn't use it. Was it was only posted on YouTube on the 21st. Well. You might just be better off leasing than buying your next car. Find out. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Dennis in Cleveland, Ohio. Welcome. How can I help you, Dennis? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing good, my friend. What's up? I'm looking at a 2020 Forester, and they have two levels of uh, additional maintenance. And uh, number one is one better than the other, and two, you know, what's a, a fair negotiable price on that? Dennis, I just can't tell you. I apologize for that. I wish I could, but you'll find them all over the board. Um, you know, it's just, I like maintenance plans for one reason. You're buying, you're paying for service on today's prices. And we know the the price of, the price of maintenance is going to go up every year. It always does. Uh, but you know, I kind of think if you looked at a service menu and, and then started adding up what, you need to do based on what Subaru says, not what the dealer says, but what Subaru says. Uh, you can right. get a, you can get a pretty good feel for what would be a fair price for that. And typically, Subaru maintenance costs are not not exorbitant. Okay, well, I uh, appreciate your help, man. Thank you very much. Have you already bought it? The the vehicle? Uh, no, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm looking at Sarah, so. Uh, uh, you, you've spoken good things of him. So. Uh, Tom Flory is just amazing. And if you'll ask him to cut you a deal on the maintenance price and of an extended warranty, too. I've seen Tom do that for my listeners. He'll cut the price just to help. And that's the way he does it. He's a great guy. You'll love the Ascent. It is an exceptional SUV. Um, and especially where you are, you're going to love that all-wheel drive system, and you get the eyesight system with that vehicle, too. You're going to love this thing. Dennis, good luck to you, my friend. I wish you all the best. Just one phone call is all it takes to find the perfect car for you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. 
that's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.